Hi everyone, my name is Kim McLaughlin. I am a shamanic practitioner living and practicing in North Ayrshire, Scotland. My business is called cedarlighthealing.com. And today I wanted to talk to you about my absolute favorite thing to do in the world of shamanic healing, and that is to do power animal retrievals. Now, I have done a podcast and I've written blogs and I've done all sorts of things on what is a power animal retrieval. But what I really wanted to get into today is to talk about the importance of power animal retrievals for children and for babies. So I am sometimes asked if I will do shamanic healing on kids. And generally, children, in terms of really intense healing work, no. It's a rare day that a child is going to need any type of real shamanic intervention. But having said that, there are things that we can do with children that can really help to empower and help that child form a sense of identity. And certainly power animal retrievals fall into that category. So power animal retrievals are my favorite thing to do, bar none, no matter who I'm doing it for. And again, the reason is because doing a power animal retrieval for someone is always an incredibly positive and affirming ceremony. And I can remember when I look back to uh, my time spent at Anishinaabe Health Toronto, um, it's an indigenous community back in my hometown. And I saw time after time that when somebody would come to the teachings, and this is within an indigenous community in Toronto, and when I say someone, it could be it could be a child, it could be an adult, anybody. Whenever they would come to the teachings for the first time, the first thing that the medicine person would do would be to go into the spirit world and find out what that person's spirit animal is and what their spirit name was. And that medicine person would come back into this world and share that information with the person. And it was always an incredibly moving moment when that person learned for the very first time what their spirit animal was and what their spirit name was. I mean, imagine how incredibly empowering it is to learn how the spirits see you, to learn that the spirits see you, that they have a name for you, that, you know, to actually learn specifically which spirits are protecting you and walking with you. It is just such an incredible experience. And, you know, and it's the same with children. I can remember the first time that my son ever saw a medicine person and the first thing out of that medicine person's mouth was, do you know your spirit animal? And of course my son didn't, and so that medicine person went and retrieved that spirit animal. And so this idea of retrieving a spirit animal, in core shamanism we refer to these as power animals. This is in many cultures, and it is a core component of core shamanism that when a client comes to see us, or maybe I should just speak for myself here, but when a client comes to see me, no matter what they're coming to me for, generally speaking, I'm going to see if I can find out their power animal. I mean, the way I see it, if I'm already journeying into the spirit world for someone, why wouldn't I do that, right? Because I know that when that power animal shows itself, is present, and may even have a message or two for the client, again, it is just such an incredibly powerful experience. 
And this is one of, for me at least, one of the few shamanic healing practices that I'm not only super comfortable doing on children, but I think that every child should know its power animal. It is such an important part of that child developing their self-confidence, developing their sense of identity. Our children are often so spiritual right? They are already connected to the spirit world. They've not been out of the spirit world for that long, so that connection remains. And we all know that often our children may be, they may have imaginary friends, so they could be talking to spirits. Sometimes our children have the gift of dreaming, and that can be both a positive thing for them, but it could also be sometimes a, a frightening thing for them if they're dreaming, they're having nightmares, or they don't really understand how to interpret the experiences or the dreams that they're having. A child like this, knowing their power animal, an understanding that that power animal is walking beside them every day, that that power animal spirit is protecting them, is really their best friend, right? Is watching over them. And then for them to, to have the opportunity to begin to develop a sense of identity that is not necessarily reliant upon their parents or other people, but really comes from within and comes from that very grounded, solid, and authentic spiritual place within them. As a mother, I saw the change in my son when he didn't have these spiritual teachings and, and, and didn't have, uh, didn't know his spirit animal to the time when he did and the way it changed him. Now, I can't speak too much about how it felt for him, but as a parent, I certainly saw the shift in confidence. It was almost like he took up more space in the room, you know, didn't hide so much. My son is, uh, when he was a, 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 young, a young lad, he was quite timid. So it is a joy to be able to do this for all children. And again, you know, in the community where I was taught my spirituality, it really is the first thing that happens. A child is born, it is named, and it is told its power animal or its spirit animal. And they grow up understanding their relationship around this spirit and developing their relationship around the spirit. And because it happens at so young an age, these relationships, they, they tend to evolve quite naturally. And I just think that this is such a beautiful gift to give to a child. And you know, I've had a number of clients where when they get pregnant, I will generally say to them, look, I would be happy to do a, a power animal retrieval on your baby when it's born, and I do. And it, again, it's always this wonderful experience, not just I mean, for the kid, it's a baby. What does the baby know? The baby's two months, you know, he's not gonna remember it. But certainly for the parents and for the family to come together for this ceremony. Back in the day, Shamanic ceremonies were not these one-on-one -on -one experiences that we tend to, to have nowadays. They tended to be more community ceremonies. And even when I learned my spirituality within a traditional indigenous setting, 
there were two ways that one could experience these kinds of ceremonies. So certainly, you know, one could go see a medicine person one-on-one, right? So maybe if I had a complaint about I was having headaches or I wasn't sleeping well or I was stressed or whatever, I would go see one of the medicine people and they would do work with me one-on-one. But there was also community ceremonies where it would be me and, I don't know, 10 other people, 20 other people, 55 other people. And we would all witness the healing that was taking place on behalf of individuals. Uh, You know, for example, if it was a large ceremony and I went up to speak to the spirits through the medicine person or the ceremonial conductor, everybody else in the room would be, they'd be watching that. They'd be listening to that. They would be holding space for that and witnessing that. And there's great power in that. So when we do power animal retrievals, and when I say we now, I'm not talking about the indigenous community. I'm talking about within the short, the core shamanism world. I think that the more people who can be present there for the for the ceremony of this power animal, for this young person, the more powerful it's going to be right? I mean, it really is almost like a welcoming ceremony when a new child comes into the world and a reminder, certainly to the family, of the sacredness of not just the the baby or the child, but the family unit as a whole, and also a reminder of the sacredness of the community. I don't know that I have really have anything else to say on the topic of power animals for babies and power animals for children, other than it is something that if you are a parent and, you know, if your child is young enough that you can make these decisions for them, great. But if your child is interested in that, even if your child is spiritually connected and maybe to date that's not necessarily been a positive thing for them, then looking into doing a power animal retrieval can be an incredibly positive and affirming way of teaching them about their spirituality and empowering them not just as spiritual people but just as people in general and remember that a power animal when you think about it from a child's perspective what i will often say to the children that i i get to to do this work for is that depending on their age of course right if but if they're if they're old enough you know six seven eight nine reminding them that this power animal walks with them all the time so when they're having a hard day at school or maybe they're getting a little bit bullied or they're in a situation if they're older so maybe 12 13 14 where they're starting to have to make really tough choices you know around things like drugs and alcohol and sex that having this sense of identity and having the sense of of spiritual help and support i think again can empower our young people to make better choices and to really live a life that is aligned with who they really are and that's a pretty sophisticated thing to say around children but i do think that when we give our children these tools they are more than capable of taking it from there so generally when I do a, a power animal retrieval or for a child, it's a much quicker ceremony. So, you know, if a child, for example, comes to my flat, I'm not doing an extraction with them or anything like that. 
But generally what will happen is I'll sit on the floor in front of the child. The parents will be there, whether they're on the floor with us or on the couch or whatever. That's It's totally up to them. And I will just beat the drum, do my journey in front of the child. It doesn't take too, too long. I mean, it's not meant to be this big, heavy, intimidating thing. And then I will come back and I will share the basics with the, the child. All of the good news. If there's any messages that I'm worried may be interpreted a little bit oddly or may require a bit more of a sophisticated explanation than generally, depending on the age of the child, I will talk to the parents about that. So that is how Power animal retrievals for children tend to work. And again, it, I also, you know, I'll bring this up that a number of the of times that I've done this, and I love this, is that we'll come in and often I will do a power animal on the parents at the same time. So the child gets to see that happening. And so often what'll happen is, you know, maybe if I've got two parents or two family members in the room, I'll do one family member so the child can see what's happening and then they know what to expect. Then do the child and then we do the second adult. And so the, the, the child really gets to experience that and uh, feel that sense of equality and that inclusion within the family unit and within a community as well. Uh, and you know, I'm gonna tack onto this, uh, is I'm also asked sometimes whether or not I will do shamanic healing work, including power animal retrieval, on someone who is pregnant. And that is actually the opposite. So no, this may vary from shamanic practitioner to shamanic practitioner, okay? But this is just the way I work with my spirits. But for me, I generally will not do a heck of a lot of shamanic healing work with a pregnant person. And I want to share with you the reason for that, because again, I think this is such a beautiful, beautiful teaching and so empowering. Uh, so, you know, if you happen to be pregnant, listen up. The three most sacred ceremonies in the world, in existence, the first one is creation. The second one is moon time or our period, a woman's period, because it is linked to creation and it mimics the ceremony of creation every month. And then the third one is death. So a woman who is pregnant is already in ceremony. In fact, not only is she in ceremony, but she is in the most powerful, beautiful, and important ceremony there is. And so generally someone won't, you won't have two ceremonies at one time. You don't have two competing ceremonies and there's all sorts of teachings around that and I won't get into them, but suffice to say that one ceremony for one person at one time is more than enough. And that ceremony of creation, of pregnancy, of birth is so sacred that nothing you could do could, you could try to have some other kind of ceremony, but it just wouldn't work. That woman is, she'll never be as powerful as she is in that moment. So generally she doesn't, even if she does have things going on, her level of spiritual protection and her level of personal power when she is pregnant is just off the charts. 
So there's other teachings as to why we won't necessarily do it, but I think suffice to say that when a woman is pregnant, and I've had so many of my clients, you know, and they'll call and say, well, Kim, we were going to do this work, but I just found this out. Should we continue? And usually the answer is, congratulations and no you, you know what you don't need a shamanic healing session anymore because right now shamanically speaking spiritually speaking you are so powerful that so much healing is going to come to you during this time and it's going to come to your baby no matter what happens in pregnancy it is a powerful powerful time so that's why generally I won't do shamanic healing work on women who are pregnant. Kind of like I won't do shamanic healing work with the exception of power animal retrieval on children. Usually they don't need it. So I'll summar summarize this by saying, you know, if you are wondering about power animal retrievals for babies or for children, yeah, they're a beautiful thing to do. Any other kind of shamanic healing for babies or children, I would shy away from that. I would be very careful with that, only under very exceptional circumstances. I can't imagine doing a soul retrieval on a child. Not to say that there aren't sometimes those circumstances, and I do know that there are shamanic healers who do do that work, but I would say they're very specialized in that work. That is a very special gift that has been given to them, but it is something that um, I don't think everybody could do or should do. So I'm going to leave it at that, but if you have any questions about power animal retrievals, shamanic healing in children, babies, pregnant people, then by all means, feel free to reach out to me. I'm at cedarlighthealing at gmail.com. You can go to the website, is cedarlighthealing.com. I would love to hear from you, and I would love to get your questions. Thank you so much.